0: Listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. Let's welcome in a friend of the show. He was on a couple times and we had to have him back. He was so good. He is Jay Bromley, former D.C. defender, former New York Giant, former pride of the Syracuse Arms. Jay Bromley, welcome back to ESPN New York Tonight.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Jay, uh, one of our questions that we have out tonight, uh, with all the situation of people, you know, with, with the pandemic, uh, uh, corona, coronavirus and everything. And the kids are home and the parents are home now because they haven't been working, uh, because of this situation. So I asked, what have you learned about your kids since all of you have been home the past few weeks?
1: Jay, I know you got a couple of kids. Uh, what have you learned about
0: <laughs> your kids since you've been home?
1: Oh man, uh, I've learned that my wife has a hands full more than I can understand. And, um, my oldest son, he's, um, he's, he's, he's a low key jerk. Uh, (laughs) He's a low key jerk sometimes to his younger brother, man. And it's, it's so funny, but it's so wrong. Like he will dangle something in front of his face knowing that he wants it. And then as soon as he touches it, he just rips it away. And I'm like, bro, you can't do that. It's a, it's a fire truck. Of course he wants to touch it. You know, (laughs) like it's crazy. How old is he, Jay? Uh, my oldest son is about to be he's about about two and a half, and uh, my youngest son, he actually turns one tomorrow. Wow. Well,
0: happy birthday. I know you got something planned, but but remember, keep 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 it low-key, Jay. Keep it low-key this time.
1: Oh, around. oh yeah, oh yeah, no, definitely. He won't remember anyway, so it's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Jay,
0: listen, um, take us through your experience with, with the DC defenders of the XFL and 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 what were the players. What was the mindset of the players as you found out that because of this, you know, this pandemic, that took the season away from you guys?
1: Um uh, man, uh first off I want to say thank you to the DC defenders, man. I'm grateful for the XFL and the opportunity that I had to to continue to to do what I love to do and enjoy doing playing football professionally. Um it was it was great, man. It was just like, you know, the thing about football is no matter whether it's uh college, high school semi pro, whatever it is, like it's just a brotherhood when you go in that locker room. You realize that you're playing, you know, ultimately you're playing for your family, you're playing for opportunity to play in a league, but you're playing for the people in your room, on your defense, on your team. So you just build that over time. It's like you come together. Whether the offense sucks, your defense you know you gotta play better, if defense sucks, the offense know you gotta play better. And God willing they both play well. Um but, you know, as things went on, man, we were starting to hit a stride. We lost two games that we, we should have won versus winless teams. And then we beat the best team in our division to be uh number one in our division so we felt like we were you know kind of getting back on track and um this pandemic kind of came out of nowhere um it's funny because it's not, nothing funny about you know people being sick and, and dying but like i had a roommate and he he was he's big he had accepted into law school and he used to talk about it he had me watching like the news and stuff like months ago and I'm like – he was telling me how this stuff was going to come, and I was like, you know, I, I, to help me get my wife to get prepared quicker. And it really just hit everyone, you know, sideways. Literally, we had practice that Thursday. So I woke up the day before seeing the NBA had shut down, and I'm just like – in my head, I'm like, this is weird. I've never seen this happen in my life before. And then the next day we had practice. We were about to play um, – we had a game on Sunday, and we put, we practiced that Thursday uh, afternoon. We had meetings, and then 6 o'clock that night we had a meeting that basically was like, it's over with. You know, they're going to suspend the league. Hopefully we get to come back in two weeks. And um, as you can imagine, guys were devastated, you know, and just, you know, unsure of what was next um, because this was an opportunity for us to show our ability, show our talents, provide for our families. And, um, you know, guys, you know, miss out on some of that opportunity.
0: What's that like? Jay, for for the fans who, you know, for various reasons, they don't look at that side. They just look at your life on the field, the player's life on the field. This is what they do. This is what we love. They, you know, go out there. You're on my fantasy. Make sure you get that tackle. Stop that stop that guy. Stop that score because you're, you're on my fantasy team. I need you to do that. But what's the family side of this for the players? What is that like?
1: Oh, man, like that's probably, man, once I've started having children, um, as I said, man, having a son that's going on three and then a one-year-old, and I have a wife of uh, you know going on four years, man. That's the hardest part. Like people don't see that. Like when these guys get traded, or you gotta. I live in New Jersey, and thank God I went to Maryland. You know, I'm three, I'm two and three and a half hour drive away. But I couldn't imagine going to Seattle. I couldn't imagine going to California. Like when my, I can't see my kids. Like my sons at an age where. They're sponges. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally, like, I leave my son for two weeks. He's different by the time I come back, and different in a way of he's talking more, he learns more, he's retaining, like, different things is different. So it's like you miss out on that as a parent, and you're just like, man, like, I want my son to mimic me. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? And and you miss out on that. You don't get to be, you know, around your wife and the family atmosphere. Like, those things are like – those things drive people crazy, man. Like, you're just in a room – Like, this situation, we had roommates and we're in hotels all the time. You never get a home-cooked meal. You know what I'm saying? Eating the same bland hotel food all the time. It's like, man, I miss my wife's tacos. I miss even the bad stuff, just so you can laugh. Like, whatever it is, I miss cooking myself. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that aspect of it. People don't understand, like, how hard it is on the individual to, to have to mentally be there. You know what I'm saying? Like, forget just play football. They have to mentally be there, away from their families, away from everything they love, you know, and it's it's difficult. So,
0: Jay, uh, take me through that balance then. Obviously, football is what you do. That's your career. You understand that when you're in the league, you're going to be gone most of the time. Uh, how do you weigh that against, you know, is there, are, is there guilt sometimes? in pursuing your career, but then understanding that in pursuing your career and putting food on your on the table for your family, you're also in a sense away from your family a lot.
1: I think that's a, a great question, man. You have to as you grow, especially as a man, as an individual, you have to ask yourself what's worth it. Um, you know, uh being a man of faith like I am, man, I know I know football isn't my purpose. I know that football is just a job, something I do, and thank God I do it well enough for people to pay me to do it, um, to play a child's game. You know what I'm saying? For people to actually want to, you know, pay me to come do it. So um, eventually you have to ask yourself, is it worth it? Is it worth the stress? Is it worth the, the time away from my children, my family? Like, that's why you see, like, is it worth the pain? Right? All these different things. Like I've, I've seen something on Bleacher Report or some. all these guys retiring before 30. It's like, why? It's because, like, you've been playing football since you were five. You know what I'm saying? You've been playing football for 25 years. Like, you've been in pain for 25 years. Football is a guaranteed pain sport. Like, you're guaranteed to play with pain. You know what I'm saying? And and oh, the love of the game only goes but so far. You know what I'm saying? Like, actually, how much money they're paying you only goes but so far. At a certain point, it's like, man, I want to see whatever what, what life has to offer, what other opportunities I have, use utilize the other abilities that God has given me. And more so than anything, I want to be around my family in a way that I haven't before, and I think at some point that hits everybody. obviously, different people are you know the greatest in the Hall of famers. they have a different mindset of obsession about the game that you know maybe they can they can uh knit in their family, and it'd be enough for them, but you know it all depends on what's more important to you
0: yeah, it's true it, we all got make we all got make choices right jay and and that's a tough one that that's a tough one. No question about it. Jay Bromney's is our guest. You're listening to ESPN in New York tonight here on 98.7 ESPN. All right, Jay. Obviously, the game plan was get as much uh, of 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 what you can do on video, so you and your agent can shop it around, possibly get back into the National Football League. Do you think you got enough, you know, enough playing time, enough on video to prove that? we already seen you because you were in the NFL before, but do you think you got enough that you can get a, get a a spot on an NFL team?
1: Um, I I mean, if I had asked myself that question on how hard I worked and what I put out there on film, like, I believe so. I believe, um, I was probably the best, if not one of the top best defensive linemen in the XFL period. And that was always my goal. I didn't go there just to play. I went there to play at a very high level so that I could showcase my ability and, and God willing be, um, you know, stand out to some extent so that I can be a value to someone in the NFL so I can continue to do what I love to enjoy doing. Um, but obviously I realize in life that your value will always be ultimately determined by someone else. Yeah. And hopefully uh, God willing that uh, I have that opportunity, you know what I'm saying? That I, I, I can open somebody's eyes to, to, to be a, a piece a trustworthy piece I can go in and help a team, um, you know, accomplish their goals. You know, I know I'm a hard worker, I know, you know, I'm a guy that, you know, you know, tries to go on, you know, early and leave late and just really know what I what I'm supposed to do and try to help others around me. So I hope some of those qualities as well as what I put on film, you know, help, you know, intrigue a GM somewhere, some scouts so that I get an opportunity because that's all I can ask for and then I have to do the rest.
0: What is that process like for you now, Jay? Is it you sit down with your agent and you got you start you know, you go shopping your video and with the fact that the NFL is like kind of closed or partially closed, how does that further, you know, further, further the process, make it tougher and drive you crazy pulling your hair
1: out? (laughs) Uh, I mean, right now, man, like I said, man, the process is different because like 99.9% of people and teams are not in their buildings. They're working from home. So they're figuring things out in a different Avenue. That's, you know, um that's that's different to them as well. You know what I'm saying? So they have to, you know, do things in a way that they're uncomfortable with as well. So this process is probably nine times out of ten not going to be like any process before it. You know what I'm saying? And that and that's and that's going to happen because of it being different in, in this day and age with the coronavirus and how it's affecting people. It makes sense. You know, health is most important. Um as far as myself and how that affects me, man, I think you know, hopefully I, I put out good film. Hopefully my agent can speak to some teams and, and rattle up some uh some good opportunities for me because it's hard. You can't fly anywhere to work out if they wanted you to work out. You can't go take a physical. You can't do all these things. So the players that are signing now, they might get a physical and they're, you know, somewhere close by that the doctor approves it, and then they already like them enough to sign them to a deal and ship it to them so they can sign it. So I don't know if that's going to be God's plan for me. I don't know if I'm going to have to wait till. August, you know what I'm saying? Like I did this past year to showcase my ability, but whatever the opportunity is, you know, I'm willing. And i I've that's the best part about uh, my process so far. I've experienced like, like almost like the worst part of it. You know what I'm saying? Like I've experienced like having to, you know, I've, I've experienced the ups of, of being drafted, you know, in the first two days, you know, and then, and then being on the Giants for four years, being fortunate there. Then I've experienced not having any offers after that, and having to go to a minicamp tryout to earn it right at the Saints and then get cut twice by the Saints and them like me enough to keep bringing me back. I've experienced that, and I've also experienced waiting until August to get a workout and then make it get on the team with the 49ers, playing well and still being cut. I've experienced all these things to where there's no surprises to me. I'm kind of, you know, I, I prepare my mind to be ready for anything.
0: How, you mentioned earlier that you're a man of faith. How does that help keep you grounded? Because, listen, from a mental standpoint, it could mess with your confidence. It could mess am I really, I know I'm good. Is, is there something wrong with me? Am I over, you know, it causes you to beat yourself up. You know, how 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 does faith keep you on, on even ground?
1: Um, it keeps you on even ground knowing that there's purpose for my life um, bigger than football um as a father man like i was just sitting today and i had like my wife is studying for a medical school exam and and i had the kids all day by myself in the house and i gotta feed them and i gotta watch them i gotta put them down for naps i gotta do all this stuff and i'm just like my son is going crazy and i'm like and i just had moments like i'm a dad you know what i'm saying like i'm a dad like and i think about like my biological dad my biological dad didn't experience anything that i've experienced with my sons unfortunately you know, and it's like, man, I have an opportunity before me to be an example to, you know, the my sons of perseverance, of hard work, of love, of, of gratitude, of all these things. Whether I, whether I believe they're watching or not, and you know, before God, that 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 like like that's the ultimate thing is the, the humility of it all, to be humble in the midst of all these uncertain times. Like we never knew what was going to happen tomorrow. Now we just act like we didn't know. A thousand percent. We never knew what was going to happen anyway. You know what I'm saying? So now, through these times, man, I don't lose my confidence in football. Football, I know I can play football. I can play football with my eyes closed. I know football. Like, that's never like I'm not the most talented guy, never have been, probably never will be. But if you look at what God's given me as far as ability compared to people that I played with and played next to, you wouldn't even understand how I was able to compete at this level. But that was God's gift to me of a mind, of perseverance, of hard work, of dedication, and really utilizing every ounce of what he's given me to an extent. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just trying to, you know, and I, t- I just told one of my, some of my teammates in the group chat, man, I said, uh, don't let them take away what they didn't give to you. Mm-hmm. That's confidence. They didn't give you this confidence, man. You've had it since you've been in college and you've worked hard for it. Don't let someone know or what they think you are, you know, deprive you and take away what you've built. Wow,
0: that's right on point, right on point, Jay. I got to ask you one football question. Um, Do it, Tom Brady to Tampa. When you heard that, what'd you think?
1: Oh man, that's 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 going to be exciting. Mm. I don't I, shoot. I, it's going to be exciting either to watch or to play in or to play against. I know a bunch of dudes on the on that team, and I'm like, man, I want JPP to get another ring. Um, and it's like Tom Brady, it, Tom Brady, I, you never think to see Tom Brady in another uniform, but I mean, if Peyton Manning did it and, you know, and these other, you know, Hall of Famers did it, it's like, it's obviously possible, but that's going to be exciting to watch.
0: There's no question about it, and and hopefully, you know, we'll have a chance to watch it. We just don't know right now, Jay. We just don't know, but we'll check you back in with you. Listen, thanks for a couple of minutes tonight. Continue to have fun with your sons, <laughs> and uh, no and we'll check in with you soon. Thanks for a couple of minutes.
1: I, I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Have a great night. You too, Jay. Thank you,
0: Jay Bromley. Former defensive tackle for the D.C. Defenders of the XFL, drafted by the Giants in the third round of 2014 NFL Draft. He played with them for about five years. And then, you know, also played college football at Syracuse. Interesting conversation. I tell you what, we'll step away. You're listening to the ESPN New York Tonight Podcast with
1: Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN.